0: The scripture reading is from Mark chapter 1, beginning with verse 9. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, He saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat, mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him.
1: Jesus Christ Almighty. Jesus, 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 Jesus. The Christian faith seems to have a lot to do with Jesus Christ. I know, seems obvious. And But even those who participate in the faith, there are, for some of its practitioners, a sort of, well, I would just say a discomfort with the whole Jesus thing. I know that seems like a little bit odd, but for some people, Jesus is a little bit problematic. Maybe problematic is the wrong word. Uh, maybe it's more like, yeah, embarrassing. Jesus can be uh, embarrassing. Maybe it's a little embarrassing to talk about for some people. I don't know. But I don't know, is it like actually Jesus or, uh, or is it like what Jesus taught or just the uh, notion of Jesus? I don't know. I asked a uh, friend of mine of Lifelong Catholic who had expressed these sorts of leanings. And I said, you know, what is it about Jesus that uh, you're so uncomfortable with? And she said, I don't know. He just really bugs me. Mary, she loves Mary. She has no problem with Mary. Is it because Jesus is a man? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't have that much to do with, like, the Jesus that the New Testament bears witness to. Maybe it's the cultural Jesus. Maybe it's the contemporary cultural Jesus that people find embarrassing or problematic or irritating. Maybe it's the way Jesus is used or understood or talked about by some Christians that make other Christians uncomfortable I don't want to just, you know, overstep and overgeneralize, but I feel like you can almost tell someone's place on the conservative liberal continuum by how into Jesus they are. Fundamentalists, evangelicals, they love the Jesus so much. So much, they cannot get enough Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's all it's about for them. Jesus saves their soul, Jesus tells them who to vote for, and Jesus finds them a parking place. What's not to love about Jesus? But mainline Protestants, on the other end of the spectrum, Jesus is like, well, like a good moral teacher. An example. The second person of the Trinity, part of the Godhead, so why not just say God? Why do you have to say Jesus? You know? Because... Jesus seems to the mainline Protestant with a little, I don't know, needy. He wants you to love him. Yeah, it can be embarrassing. So if you don't need Jesus to save your soul or heal your grandmother or help you find a parking place, what are you supposed to do with him? There's also a little bit of a class issue. Again, I'm overgeneralizing, I know. But uh, it seems like the better of you are, more money you make, the better educated you are, the less you need Jesus which maybe is because you can take care of yourself. I don't know. Of course, this is an overgeneralization, and I mean, I'm not trying to be offensive. After all, that's Jesus' job, right? Um... And, you know, not everyone's feelings about Jesus are dictated by their place on the conservative liberal spectrum or their level of education. Because, after all, there are social justice liberals. They like Jesus a lot. However you feel about Jesus, reading the Gospels, that's what you're going to get. They're about Jesus. And the reading that we heard tonight from the Gospel of Mark well, Mark's Jesus, he can be someone that could be hard to like. He's kind of grumpy through the whole thing. This is a junk grumpy Jesus in Mark. But on the other hand, he, does, he, he is confronting demons all over the place, and he is kind of uncompromising. So that could really appeal to the conservatives. But also, Jesus is not born of a virgin in Mark, and nor is there a resurrection appearance. So liberals like that Maybe Mark's Jesus, who's sometimes grumpy, could be the Jesus for all seasons, for all people. I don't know. I spent a lot of time with Mark. Its absence of a birth narrative, its ambiguous ending, the breakneck speed with which its author moves through the stories are all intriguing to me. Mark leaves a lot of questions, which I like a lot. But this time in studying this text... I noticed something I didn't really n- focused on before. What I noticed this time through is this verse, this verse, starting with verse 14. It's the most obvious question that I have not fully contemplated before. What is the good news of God? It says, now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God, saying, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, believe in the good news. The good news can sometimes be as embarrassing as Jesus for me personally. I mean, I've just assumed the good news was Jesus's crucifixion and resurrection overcoming death to save humanity and reconcile creation to the Creator. I mean I can make it sound a little bit more liberal when I do it like that but just saying good news is that Jesus saved us from our sins it can be I don't know embarrassing to me sometimes something I feel like I've outgrown. You know Jesus saves that's what I've always thought the good news is. Jesus saves us from our sin, or reconciles us, depending on how you vote. Jesus has come to redeem the world. Jesus is our redeemer, our reconciler, our savior. This is another thing that's a little hard for me sometimes. We have a very savior-based religion here. It's very savior-based. It's like so much focus on that. You know, God is in Christ, reconciling the world to God's self. God, through Jesus, saves us all. I mean, not all religions are Savior-based, right? You don't have to have a Savior-based religion. What about Buddhism? It's barely a religion. No Savior? It's more, uh, I don't know what it is. Like Judaism, too. I mean, Christians are always saying, well, they're, you know, still waiting for the Savior. I think in practice, they're not really focusing on the Savior that much. It is more of a practice, You know, I think that might be the thing. The emphasis in these non-savior-based religions is like practice. It's something they do every day. It's a spiritual practice kind of thing. It doesn't have that much to do with achieving redemption or reconciliation or, you know, reaching some point. It's just something they do. When I read this text this time through, I got hung up on these verses 14 and 15. Jesus comes to Galilee to proclaim the good news. If he's proclaiming the good news, well, it's obviously not... The good news is obviously not his death and resurrection because that does not happen yet in the narrative. Seems like it must be something available to the people right there or accessible at that point in the narrative. The good news is not dependent on the resurrection, but that's where the the redemption comes from. I don't know. It's confusing to me. What is Jesus talking about here? Jesus goes on to say, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. So is the good news the coming near of the kingdom of heaven? Kingdom of God? Well, what exactly then is the kingdom of God? Jesus talks about the kingdom of God a lot. The implication is that it is something, this kingdom of God, it is something that has been far away, not present or accessible, but now is coming near. And it is nearer now because Jesus is bringing it. So what is it? If it is the good news. I don't know, maybe the good news changes. Maybe Jesus was proclaiming a different kind of good news and now we proclaim this good news that Jesus overcame death to, rese- um, to re- um, redeem us and reconcile us all to God. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with what comes next in this text right after these verses in tonight's reading. Jesus sees these fishermen and he calls them and he says to them, follow me. Follow me. Maybe that is kind of like a practice. We can move a little bit away from the Savior-y focus. Following Jesus. Maybe the emphasis in our faith should move away from that Savior thing and focus more on the practice, the following of Jesus. But, and I'm sorry to do this, I'm just very questiony tonight, um, What exactly does that mean to follow Jesus? I mean, we can't obviously physically follow Jesus, although it would be a lot simpler if Jesus was right there and said, follow me and turned and left, and then you just follow Jesus. We don't have that luxury. We don't have that physical, literal thing to follow Jesus. So what? We're following Jesus' teachings, right? We live out what Jesus taught. So then I guess it is about what I believe and how I act and how I practice this faith. It's all about me. The good news is about me. Maybe we could move that to some sort of practice, though, the following Jesus thing, more like that. I don't know, maybe it's a false dichotomy, this whole difference between the Savior and the practice sort of based religions. Maybe I've just set this up and it doesn't even matter. But even though the practice thing seems all about somehow, you can see you're getting better, you're trying to at least, or else why are you doing it? I don't know. Do you ever think this whole religion thing is like some culturally constructed thing? Like, what is it for, even? I don't know. Clearly there's more to it than I'm bringing. Jesus. 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 The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Practice, Savior. The kingdom of God is near. Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God. Good news. What does that mean? I would do it if I knew